the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Has the past year changed the way you parent your kids? Four out of five moms and dads say 2020 completely changed the way they parent. Uh, What's the biggest changes? They're more compassionate toward their children. They prioritize the little moments they share with their kids. And more than half of moms and dads say they focus more on -on one-on-one time with each individual child. Hmm. And finally, close to half of parents have opted to move their work and career further down on their list of priorities. They're focusing more on parenting instead. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to say, especially my youngest daughter, April, we spent a lot more time, just her and I together, than than we had been, which is a a nice little side effect of an otherwise awful year. Yeah, that's (laughs) awesome. Are you planning a trip anytime soon? Coming up, the top destination choices this summer. So how about you? You planning a trip this summer? Close to 70% of Americans are planning on traveling between June 1st and August 30th. Hmm. And according to TripAdvisor, you know, that's the app where you can look up hotels and restaurants yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. The most popular destination? Baltimore. <laughs> that's where we might go. <laughs> Our hometown. Cancun, Mexico. Right over Baltimore. Huh. Followed by, <laughs> I'm just shocked. I mean, who the vacation wonderland. Yes, <laughs> Baltimore. It's a great by, place uh, to visit, by the way. Orlando came in second place. Over Baltimore. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Key West, Miami, and coming in six is where Kevin's going at Christmas time. Las Vegas, Nevada. Vegas came in six. Hotel searches were up 65% just last week. And I've got a tip for you because my husband's been trying desperately to plan a trip for us. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Rental cars are a nightmare when it comes to the price and availability. And what happened is all the rental car companies sold off all the cars to try to survive during the pandemic. Oh, that's what's driving it. My husband's heard stories. He said people going to Hawaii are renting are trying to rent u-hauls i don't remember the name of it you'll have to forgive me but there's some kind of service where almost kind of like a a house swap where you rent a car from a private family in other words like maybe it's an elderly couple and they have a car that just sits in the garage and it's a it's an app where you rent the car from them oh i i couldn't let somebody else drive my car or stay in my house no Mm -mm. well would you rent a car from an elderly couple in vegas if that was the only way to get a car? When you say that, elderly couple in Vegas, I have a car that would be in mind, so the answer would be no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Come on. It would, imagine the Insta stories you could do with that car. 1987 Buick Regal. Gold. Imagine colored. yourself driving down the strip in a Buick Regal. See? The Insta stories would be hysterical. No. You should do no. Do it. No. Do it. Do it. Do it. Absolutely. That is a hard no. (laughs) I don't know what was going on yesterday at our house, but it was like a a story after story of Animal Kingdom, all these animal encounters. I can't wait to tell you what our evening was like next. 
So I don't know what the deal was at our house yesterday, but it was like animal encounter one after the other. There were two, but felt like a lot. So one is I get home from work and my husband says, hey, we need to be really good about leaving this garage door closed. Not the door to the outside necessarily. We always keep that closed. But he's like, don't leave the door from the garage into the house open. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, spotted a chipmunk today. In the and garage? In the garage. And he said they had this encounter where he was like trying to find him. And then they found each other and the chipmunk went. <gasps> and Glenn went. <gasps> and then the chipmunk ran into another corner of the garage. <laughs> so he goes and Googles it. And apparently the chipmunk doesn't want to be in there, unlike mice. Yeah. So he said he went and did some yard work and left the garage open while he was doing yard work. Hoping that the chipmunk would be like, freedom, free at last. <laughs> I'm out. Or so, he may have invited his other chipmunk friends and family. I, know, I, I know. don't want to be alone in here. Come on in, guys. The rest of the story is yet to be seen. <laughs> so that happened. And then last night, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is that sound? And I come out and I say to Glenn, I go, did you hear that? We have a frog and if I could measure in the, the house, no, 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 it was right. Oh, okay. It was somewhere in the backyard. Yeah, we have a lot of. Those. And I was playing. We only have one, and it was so loud. I wish I had the decibel level for you, but I would open the door and it would stop, and I would go, "I hear you, <laughs> I hear you, frog," and then it would stop, and then the, as soon as I closed the door, it would go. It would start back up again. It was so loud. We could hear it with all the doors and windows closed. It wasn't a knee deep. It was a. No, it was like a. Not a knee deep. No. It was a. (laughs) You're just trying to see how many times you can get me to do that. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) We want people to listen to our show. Maybe the chipmunk. Maybe the chipmunk (laughs) ran out and told the frog. Hey, if we team up, we can drive these people crazy. <laughs> we can just take over the whole place. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's funny you were talking about animal encounters at your, your house mm-hmm. uh, and how many you're having. We had a weird encounter at our house last Did night, you? too. What was it? We were in our family room, which is downstairs, and we're getting ready to watch some TV. And we've got all five dogs with us. And all of a sudden, Marco just stands up, and he's like at full attention. Like, he hears something. And then all of a sudden, we hear something moving around right outside of the window. We've got the blinds down. We hear something moving around. It's dark outside. We hear something moving around. So we're like, oh, my gosh, oh my what gosh. is that? He wants out. He, like, runs to the door. He's like, like, not barking yet, but making noises like, let me at him, Dad. So we run to the window. We peek outside to see what terrible creature is out there. And it's the guys that had done work on our uh, yard. A couple of days ago, they left some shovels and stuff. <laughs> they were back to collect them. Oh. <laughs> I think they thought nobody was Ooh. home, so they just let themselves around back, and they were yeah. grabbing all this Hey, stuff. at least you know you've got a really good watchdog there with yeah, you. Yeah, for a couple of minutes, we were like, what is happening? Because it's, it's a fenced-in yard with, it's like a, a what do you call really t- security fence? It's a pretty tall fence. Like, you don't go back there unless you're supposed to be back there. So mm-hmm. we were really concerned. What? <laughs> That would scare me to death. But in future references, I'd be like, wow, I have a great watchdog. Oh, yeah. Marco, is he was at full attention. The rest of them sound asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I did one of those YOLO trips the other day. Um, you only, you only live, live once. once. And I think you probably heard me tell the story. Um, my niece is was graduating from the University of Florida Physical Therapy School. And at the last minute, she got an extra ticket. Because, you know, they had been doing like... 
major social distanced and like only a few tickets per family. So just her mom and dad were going. Well, she got an extra ticket and she texted me and said, hey, Aunt Taylor, do you want to come? And I was like, what? (laughs) Put me in, coach. I'm there for you. And so I was able to get a flight at the last minute. And I already had a sign made. I was hoping you'd ask. <laughs> and it was very interesting. I had never been to a graduate level graduation ceremony before. And like the robes are so much fancier. And like it's not the traditional motorboard cap. Yeah. It's like a fancier cap. And Did you say um, motorboard? Yeah, the motorboard. Is it motorboard? I don't don't know. Anyway, the square thing. It wasn't the square thing. But I am so... It was one of those things where you you evaluate and you're like, is that worth it? Is that the worth of money? Is it going to mean that much to my niece? Like, I don't know. And then you just go, just go. Love does. Just do it. And to be able to be there and experience that with her and her mom and dad and eight years of hard work paying off Mm. and all the clinicals that she did all over the country. And then to be one of the first people to say, hey, Dr. Hearing, like that was just so special and I'll never forget it. And I'm so glad I went. I'm so very proud of her. Because she went through um, some tough stuff, you know, of course, over those eight years, Mm -hmm. some things that I can't even talk about. But um, she just persevered and now she's graduated and she still has to study for her board exams. But uh, she's how, almost uh, officially there. How weird is it to say doctor to someone whose diaper you changed? Oh, you know what's so funny? I resisted the urge to tell her the story of the time I was feeding her orange squash. And she sneezed it all over my face and my hair. But I, of course, thought of that moment when she's walking down to get her diploma. I was thinking about, oh, my goodness, that's the same little girl that and her eyes have not changed one bit. You know, like you look in her eyes and you can just picture that little girl still. But she's this beautiful doctor now. And I would have been so tempted to go, hey, doc, it hurts when I do this. (laughs) Don't do that. Mother's Day right around the corner, and we're swapping stories about your mom. What What's something that is a, a family legend story that makes you guys go, that's our mom? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, hey Brianna, Brianna, we're looking for a great that's my mom story. Do you have one for us? My grandma is known to love spicy food, and we, you can't tell her anything when it comes to eating spicy food. She she has no tongue, and she doesn't get, it doesn't, it doesn't burn <laughs> So we go to a Chinese restaurant. She loves Chinese food, but she's never had wasabi before. And they serve this wasabi because I like um, sushi. So I'm eating it, and I'm telling her, I'm like, oh, man, this is really spicy. She's like, "Ah, no way. No way it's that spicy. And I'm taking off, like, little bits at a piece using it with my (laughs) sushi. Yeah. And she's like, I can can do this. So she takes a fork and, like, scoops up a decent amount of the wasabi, (laughs) and she just eats it. So in the middle of the restaurant, she's just, like, dying, nose dripping, <laughs> just going crazy, kind of like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this was that hot. I'm just like, no, no. That's hilarious. <laughs> you start calling her grandma wasabi now. Right. Oh, yeah, anytime her sinus acts up, I'm like, I can go get you some wasabi. <laughs> we can do that if you want. Hey, uh, can you keep a secret? Can you guys keep a secret? Can you sure. keep a secret, Taylor? Yeah, I'm good at it. My son Kyle's not. <laughs> he ruined the surprise last night. <gasps> no. At the dinner table. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll tell you about it next. So, yeah, my daddy gave me some great advice years ago 
When I was a kid, he said, if there's something that's private that you want to keep to yourself, the best way for it not to get around is don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put more concisely, loose lips sink ships. <laughs> and we had some ship sinking going on at our house yesterday. Um, my daughter, Amber, who you guys, if you listen to the show, you know she graduated college and she moved out. She's on her own. She hasn't been home and gosh couple of months now i mean it's been it's been a long time since we've seen amber that's tough she called me yesterday and said uh dad i'm gonna come home mother's day weekend and surprise (gasps) mom is that okay i was like absolutely get here as quick as you can she's like great so i went and i told my son kyle said hey guess what amber's coming home for mom for mother's day isn't that cool he goes oh yeah that'll be great he goes do you want do you want me to like sleep because he's been staying with us do you want me to move down into the basement and she can have the bedroom I've been sleeping in. I was like, yeah, that'll be great. So we're at dinner last night. Now, note what I did not say. You didn't tell him it was a surprise. I did not say this is a surprise. Uh, so we're eating dinner last night, and Kyle goes, so you excited that Amber's coming home, Mom? No. Jeez, but, well, the mission accomplished in overwhelming emotion. She started, she was like in puddles right there. She started crying right away. Because she was coming home and she hasn't seen her in so long. It's Mother's Day and she's coming home especially for Mother's Day. So there was all of that. How but did Amber feel about the surprise being ruined? Amber doesn't know yet. <laughs> Ooh. I'm thinking I'm going to wait until Friday. <laughs> because what? let her enjoy the idea that the she's going to be surprising mom all week. So and did then you we'll tell Tracy know. that Amber thinks it's a surprise? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, so, and they talk like two, three times a day. I was like, you're going to have to, uh, <laughs> you're going to have to pretend, you know, contain your excitement <laughs> when you're on the phone with her. Just act like it's a normal day. You know nothing. So she's oh. like, why can't you just tell her? I said, because I, I already feel bad. I don't want to. I've already ruined it with you. At least let her enjoy the idea. No, <laughs> I think you should just ruin it today for Amber. Because then she and her mom can talk plans and food menu items and mm. it might as well, like half the fun is looking forward to it. So so all night, all night last night, my wife's going to Kyle. Hey, can you keep a secret, Kyle? Hey, Kyle, <laughs> can you keep a secret? Even though it wasn't his yeah, fault. Yeah, and he's like, no one told me him. it was a secret. Nobody <laughs> told me. <laughs> What's the significance behind your tattoo? Maybe it's your wife's name, maybe a Bible verse. Well, Bree wanted to commemorate a recent trip, to, trip of a lifetime to Sedona, Arizona. She fell in love with the place. So she thought it would be super cool to get the GPS coordinates of S- Sedona tattooed on her shoulder. So she Googles them and she writes them down. She brings them to the tattoo parlor. Uh, one slight, slight problem. She got the coordinates wrong, and now she has the tattoo of a random spot in the middle of the Pacific Ocean on her body. She got one thing wrong. She wrote down an S for South instead of an N for North. Whoops. And it's an easy fix. I mean, painful, but easy fix. But... She thinks that it's so funny. She may just leave it that way. (laughs) It's just so hilarious. Like, yeah, it's just a random place in the middle of the ocean. It was supposed to be Sedona. (laughs) (laughs) What's um, what's the meaning behind your tattoo, Taylor? (sighs) I do not have a tattoo. And no plans to ever get a tattoo either. I I don't think I could purposely put myself through that pain. Yeah, I, I'm pain averse. Not even to have the logistics uh, or the coordinates of a spot in of the middle the of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> 
Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Have you ever heard, have you heard the story yet of a dog that comforted a little girl when she needed it the most? Raylan is a little six-year-old who is all daddy's girl. She always wanted people to meet her dad. Tragically, her daddy passed away from colon cancer at only 41 years old. Mm. Enter Emily, who was out jogging with her dog, Blue, the day of the funeral. And she heard a little voice from the steps of a funeral home saying, May I pet your puppy? Raylan gave Blue a big hug and told Emily the funeral was for her dad and asked if she wanted to come see him. And she's like, oh my gosh, I just ran three miles. I'm so sweaty. I'm not dressed appropriately. But she just knew in that moment she should do what this little girl asked her to. It was her last chance to introduce someone to her daddy. And so she and Blue went went in and the little girl's aunt and uncle looked at her with tears running down their face. And her aunt whispered, I think God led you and Blue over here today for a reason. Blue's love and gentleness has uh, touched our hearts. And they plan to stay lifelong friends Hmm. after that chance meeting while Emily was out jogging past the funeral home. Isn't that so precious? Yes. Hey, did you and your other half get a pet not long after you get married? You know, after you got married? Coming up, the interesting thing young couples are admitting to. Did you and your other half get a pet not long after you got married? Husbands and wives have admitted to something fascinating. Four in ten pet parents surveyed said they got their dog or their cat as a starter child, using the animal as a test to see if they're ready for kids. Uh, Some pet owners take it to the extreme and throw birthday parties for their pets, even wearing matching outfits. Uh, We got Fergie the Fox Terrier. I'm trying to think how long we had been married, at least two or three years, our first dog. And it had nothing to do with being, there's such a difference between dogs and humans and children that we never, ever made that comparison. Can we talk never about viewed this. it that way. I've got a story to share with you in just a couple of minutes. My daughter, Amber, she has moved out on her own and she got a dog thinking the same thing. And something happened the other day and she was like, this would be just like having kids. And when she hung up, I was like, she does realize it's not even close, right? I'll tell you what it was in a minute. Current trend: Couples are getting a dog or a cat before they um, before they have kids because they figure it's like a a test run, like good training for having a kid. Anyone that has kids can laugh and laugh and laugh. My daughter's going through that right now. She got a dog and she's like, "Oh, this is training me for being a mom one day." I'll tell you what happened next. So uh, my daughter Amber, she uh, she moved out. She graduated college. She. She is like so wicked smart. She graduated college early. She graduated high school early. And now she's like, I'm going to start working on my master's degree. She's like 21. It's awesome. Wow. It's unbelievable. Gets it all from her mama, by the way. Certainly not from dad. But anyhow, she she thought, I'm going to get a dog. And that'll that'll prepare me for having kids one day. Won't that be great? My (laughs) wife and I laughed. Yeah, that'll do it. So anyhow, she called the other day and she said, oh, I had a rough night. Dolly, her little pit bull. Dolly, she named her after Dolly Parton, uh, threw up in the middle of the night. Oh, yuck. She's like, she threw up in the middle of the night. I had to get up and clean it up, but I guess that this is preparing me to be a mom one day. <laughs> I said, honey, here's the difference. The dog threw up on the floor. When you have kids, they'll throw up on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't care. <laughs> and and you could have chose to slept through that and cleaned it up in the morning. With kids, there's no sleeping through it. You got to get up. You got to take care of that. You're not going to let your kid, you know, 
sleep with that. Plus, there's you know, it could be dangerous. The whole bit. There's, yeah. There, there is no sleeping through it. So, how did she, she take like, it? I know, Tab, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> So that's yeah. the next step. My wife and I, not only is, is Tracy, my wife, pining for grandchildren, but she's also looking forward to them having a deeper appreciation for how much sacrifice goes into yeah. being particularly a mom and a mom of four, like my wife Tracy was, is. You follow my daughter, Amber, on socials, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Have you seen pictures of her dog, Dolly? Yeah. Cute. Dolly has one blue eye and one brown eye. Oh, I didn't notice Isn't that. that cool? That's cool. That's awesome. So you talking about your daughter getting her first dog. Uh, imagine when I got my first dog, I had never, ever had a dog before in my life. So Glenn grew up with all these animals. Your daughter, Amber, grew up with six dogs. Mm-hmm. I had zero dogs in my life. And we, what do we get? What my husband calls the black slopes of dog ownership. <laughs> we get a wired-haired fox terrier. Are they disobedient? Oh, they are so stubborn and so crazy and so energetic. And we loved her so much. But, man, it was a huge wake-up call for dog ownership. Yeah. Uh, for example, I would be, get up early before work and take her rollerblading. And she would run out ahead of me. She would not pull me. And then we would get back and she would run circles around the apartment because it still wasn't enough. (laughs) And then one time she, um, I don't know if you guys remember what these are, but she ate one of my knee high pantyhose. They're like pantyhose, but they only come up, you know, to your calf. And she ate one. And we didn't have the money for the vet. So we had to watch for it. You know, and one day I ran home from my job at at lunch because I worked really close and I let her out, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I got to get back. There it is. But there it is. <laughs> it was, I, I will stop the story there. <laughs> but you. it was like, no one told me this when my husband surprised me and brought this little puppy home. Well, on the upside, just be glad it was just an e-high. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the whole pair. Had it been the whole pair, <laughs> you might still be there. <laughs> oh. So gross. <laughs> was this you as a, like a older teenager? You just kind of knew instinctually, even if your parents never sat you down and said anything, you just knew you got to figure this life out and figure out how in the world you're going to feed yourself and clothe yourself <laughs> and put a roof over your head. Like we just knew, I was just like, okay, I got to figure this out. I don't know what I'm going to do. And so I started trying to figure it out. Well, to me, that's one of the scariest parts about parenting is helping your child find their way and making a living wage so they can provide for themselves and flee the nests. Like, that's just scary. And so I'm having a proud aunt moment. This is pretty cool. My nephew, Aaron, remember him, Kev? He's Mm -hmm. a twin and he's a brain. He had a brain tumor when he was a little boy that they had to take out. Well, um, he just finished his first year of electrician school and he's no off kidding. to his first apprentice job interview all while being a senior in high school. Wow, that's shocking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you came up with that dad joke fast. That was good. Well, it's I've been a dad for a long time. Yeah, and it all started. Natural. My sister homeschooled him and his twin and their older sister. And they did this thing called a co-op. You know, where a bunch of parents get together and help teach. Mm-hmm. And one of the couples, Dale and Lisa, they taught... An electrical class a couple years ago. Hmm. 
and they had that big of an impact on Aaron's life. No and kidding. so my sister posted this great picture of him with his his electrician tool bag. He's nice. got everything, including the duct tape. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just so proud of him because he's got this career path in mind and he hasn't even graduated from high school yet. That's awesome that he knows what he wants to do. Mm. Has he always so, been wired that way? The light bulb <laughs> came on a few years ago when he took the electrical class. <laughs> so currently... He wants to be an electrician. And his parents didn't even have to shock him into the reality that he's got to make his way in the world. Well, it's a good outlet for him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bottom line, I'm super proud of him. I mean, what an accomplishment. That's cool. you would If you met him, you would never know he had had a brain tumor. Yeah. Like, you can't even tell. And he went through a lot for up. rehab. And, cool. Yeah, it's Very just amazing. Cool. This is the time of day where we check in with our producer, Griffin, and I love it because then you never know what he's going to talk about. He's got a wife and a five-year-old and a four-year-old, and he said his wife, Sarah, has given him a demotion. <laughs> and I have no idea what that's all about, but I'm all in for it. Griff, you've been demoted? Your wife has the power to do that in your house, huh? Apparently so. She gave you a demotion. <laughs> yeah, I've been demoted. Like lots of parents, we've put off putting our bedroom together. At our house, we've made sure the kids have all the stuff they need first. Uh, yeah, and situated. you figure like, no, if you have guests over, they don't really they don't come, come to our bedroom. bedroom so right. who yeah. cares? We've right. just survived, and uh, but we've gotten to the point. I think we're ready to get some furniture for our bedroom. And okay. the other day, my wife ordered this new dresser online. Uh-huh. And when you're checking out, they have the option, and it's really not that expensive. Someone can come out and put the dresser together for yes. you. Yes. Oh, totally do that. They yes. kind of make we it affordable. Do that. Yeah. And she went ahead without even asking me and clicked that option and did it. (laughs) So there's a person coming out to put this together. And I I have a daughter and I know girls can do anything boys can do. But they before the person comes, they show you a picture of who it is who's coming out. And it's an older woman who's coming out to do it. (laughs) And I think I'm going to be at the house while this lady is there putting together my dresser. So maybe, I'm trying to figure out a way to get out of the house. Maybe she'll let you hand her the tools. Maybe so. Yeah. I just That's feel kind hilarious. of know. Here's how that goes. You're like, she didn't here's, even trust you. Like, hey, babe, do you think you could put this no, together? She just. Here's how it goes if, if, if you're handing her the tools. She'll yeah. go, all right, Griff, hand me a Phillips head screwdriver. That's the one with the little X on top. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know I know that. That's about the extent of my knowledge. But. There's no um, shame in that. There's no shame in that at all. It's no. just awkward. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't mind I don't mind not having to do it. My oldest daughter way better at me than putting <laughs> stuff like that together. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. No shame in that at all. But I can see why he wants to get out of the yeah. house. It's so find uncomfortable. Something to do. <laughs> a little, little humiliating. Yeah, it is. It is. Think for a minute about where you are in your career. Was it a long and winding road to get there? Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to talk about in just a minute those weird, crazy jobs we took because we had to pay the bills. (laughs) What kind of crazy job have you taken in your past? Because, hey, you got to pay the bills. I mean, we've all done it. And um, I thought it'd be fun for you to to call in and share with us what crazy job you've done. But I wanted to get us started with two that... I heard of that just like cracked me up. I heard an interview. George Clooney was talking about his friend, Brad Pitt, and how much they used to tease him because Brad Pitt, 
He was the El Pollo Loco mascot. <laughs> That's how he paid the bills. Probably his first acting gig. <laughs> and every time they tease him, he would go, hey, man's got to eat. <laughs> and then the other really funny one, I did not see this one coming, was um, Patrick Dempsey. You used to watch that show he was on, Kev, of Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, right. Mm-hmm. They called him Dr. McDreamy, right? Mm-hmm, right? On the show? Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe uh, it was his no. name outside I, of the I show. It's been so long ago since he was on, I can't remember. Anyway, he got a taste of, the, of being on stage and loved the limelight because he was a competitive juggler. And at one point, <laughs> he really wanted to go to clown school. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that funny? The jobs <laughs> that we take just because, hey... Maybe you're. Maybe he was the best El Pollo Loco mascot they ever had. Maybe maybe Steven Spielberg drove by one day and was like, "That dude is in character. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's got potential, (laughs) right? Right." So, how about you? What crazy job have you had to take, or did you do that? People are like, "No way! You did that for a living for a time." Talking about those crazy, unique jobs we've all worked because you got to pay the bills, you got to make a living, you got to eat, <laughs> and it, it's a long and winding road often to get to the career you really hoped and dreamed for. And uh, you know, the actor Hugh Jackman, yeah, he was actually a gym teacher who moonlighted as a party clown, charging fifty bucks a pop. <laughs> Isn't that awesome! I bet he was a great party clown. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's so talent, talented. Right? Yeah. So uh, I've, I've had a few weird jobs in my day. Uh, going through school, I worked at a greenhouse. So I'd work in this greenhouse all day long, hot and sweaty. And then at this school I was going to, you had to dress up. You, they had a dress code. So I'd like wash off in the sink in the break room and put on my dress clothes and go from the greenhouse to the school. So that was one one interesting job. Um, I'd have to say, what's the weirdest, weirdest job I ever had? Best job I ever had was my mom's uh, husband was selling his boat. And it was on display at a boat show at the Inner Harbor in Baltimore. And he paid me $20 a day for two weeks to just sit on his boat. That's awesome. That's like I had a friend who his job was testing jet skis. Oh, no kidding. He loved that job mm. so much. He would just ride around and test them out. What about you? Weirdest job you ever have? Um, I mean, I've had some bizarre ones. Like the, my first job ever was the Jupiter Courier Journal newspaper. And I took all the complaint calls <laughs> from people who like their newspaper had fallen in a, in the little ditch and gotten wet. And why I've got you on the phone about that editorial. Yeah, I worked at a frozen yogurt How store. How old were you when we were taking complaint calls? 15. Oh, my gosh. 15. I would ride my bike. To the newspaper office and take the calls, and then I worked. I worked at a frozen yogurt store. I loved that job. Did you? I love making waffle cones. I love making the perfect little curly cue on the top of the mm. sundae. But I hated smelling like waffle cones afterwards. Uh, so I'd have to go take a shower before I could go out with my friends. I loved my greenhouse job. It was very fulfilling. I can with, imagine. With, and and even in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. You're in a greenhouse, so it's like 80 degrees and sunny. Yeah. <laughs> the snow's piling up outside. That was cool. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.